the FT. I'm Andrew Hill, Management Editor of the Financial Times. At the round table to launch the 2012 Financial Times and Goldman Sachs Business Book of the Year Award, the FT's editor, Lionel Barber, spoke to James Daunt, Managing Director of Waterstones, the UK bookstore chain. Let's take each sector in turn. What do you think the e-book revolution means first for retailers? And you are obviously a very important, prominent retailer in this country. For high street retailers with the um, extremely substantial fixed cost base that we have, in which a relatively small change in turnover, top-line sales, has a, a huge impact on the bottom line, quite clearly we are going to be substantially challenged. The numbers that prosper will decline and we will face a period of, of quite unprecedented serious challenge. How are you going the, to cope with it? It's perhaps worth saying that we've had it extremely easy for quite a long time as retailers um, and have been able to prosper mightily uh, running our businesses with a lack of attention to the, to the basic disciplines of retailing that would be unheard of in any other sector of retailing. Therefore, fortunately, there is a substantial opportunity to to run ourselves dramatically more efficiently. Why have you had it so easy? Because we sell a product which had high margins, was indestructible, had no deterioration. We We had none of the supply chain complexities that a fashion retailer or a food retailer or any of those sort of challenges. Um, and was an industry which, frankly, attracted people who were doing it for reasons quite beyond the rather grubby commercial reasons that most people sell other products. We were there because we love books and we love reading and all other things, and therefore we were quite astonishingly bad at at it. So the remedies to this challenge are what? Well, I think one of them is is that we run ourselves much more efficiently, but secondly, also, we change the, the scope of the product that we're selling. We need to do other things. We need to sell coffee. We need to sell... Uh, things other than books to make to exploit the retail potential of our customer base, and we do have a customer base which embraces all ages and um, and is clearly targeted at a particularly wealthy sector of society, you know, from buggy to wheelchair and all in between. There are very few other retailers in, who who can claim that, and also can claim a retail environment which is actually a pleasure to be in, in which people voluntarily return. Will we see many many uh, store closures then in the next two years? Well, we already have, and, and, and I think there will be further rationalisation inevitably on, on both sides of, of the... Well, it, we've seen it in Australia, we've seen it here with the demise of borders and in the States, um, and I think that process will clearly continue for a while. And will you be able to turn round Waterstones? Certainly, sincerely hope so, and expect to do so. Um, and not, not that, it, that it's not without its challenges. Let's talk about um, publishers. What, what challenge do you... Do you see for publishers in the e-ta, e-reader revolution? I think that the role of the publisher is still valid, and I think we should not forget that the vast majority of books will continue to be consumed in, in the print form. Um, I, I myself believe that digital will take a, a significant and large slice, and certainly a large enough slice um, of the market to cause the retailers significant problems if they're not involved in the selling of that. But the publishers themselves will see will be part of a, of a world that is um, in which people are reading more um, and an overall market which is growing and in which value can be extracted in different ways. I suspect that the single greatest challenge for publishers is being disintermediated through the online, whether it's 
Google, Amazon, or Apple, um, in which the essential distribution role as well as editing role of a publisher resides elsewhere. The figures are quite extraordinary in America. Consumer ebook sales will grow 42% this year. That's 11% of the American consumer books market. However, if you look at actual adult market sales numbers, there's a dramatic fall off. But the crucial point is that, in a way, America is a different market. Um, or a more advanced market than Europe and the UK? Well, the UK is, is changing even, I mean, I think is, is accelerating to catch up with, with where the US is, is advancing before us, and then the rest of Europe is very much further behind. I think it becomes interesting in, in where digital reading is impacting an, on different genres and different book types, because it quite clearly is, it, it has a penetration that is, is dramatically different in fiction and even within fiction in different genres than it is in non-fictional business books or academic books. Yes, our two um, correspondents in America noted that um, erotica is especially popular in the e-books market. Uh, well, the astonishing thing is that, that, that generally rubbish is, is selling exceptionally well, like frivolous <laughs> nonsense. You heard it here. <laughs> is that because people are more conscious about having rubbish occupying their home than they... In, in no, terms of chick lit, chaff, trash literature, is that what you're, the airport literature? It's the airport literature, but the, you read that as a diversion. It's, it, you don't recall it, you don't retain it. It is simply a means of pleasurable means of passing a little bit of time, and you might as well do that on a, on, in a medium which both delivers it at much better value and is much more convenient. On a more serious note, the um, major publishers, Hachette, HarperCollins, Macmillan, Penguin, Simon & Schuster, all been caught up now in uh, uh, the... Department of Justice investigation. They've been accused of colluding with Apple on, on pricing. Well, l- luckily, uh, I have purely the, the, the total outsider's view of this and have neither been involved in, in, indeed in the UK. Waterstones is at the very, very periphery of, of the whole agency pricing um, model. Certainly a world in which suppliers agree to fix prices, which is what an agency model is, would suggest a certain amount of that. I mean, I'm just purely making the observation that if it quacks and paddles around and flaps, it's probably a duck. We have agents around the table, but perhaps you'd like to offer your thoughts on how the e-reader revolution is affecting that particular part of the book publishing business. It seems to me there's been a a very steady um, flow of, of power, influence and general drive from publishers to agents over the last, over the period of, of that, that I've been in books, and, and that probably will continue to be the case. So it, it seems even a, a certain amount of the creative effort has, has drifted to the agents. Editing at, at its basic level has been done at, 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 at an agent level rather than at a publisher level for many authors, and I would expect that trend to continue. I had a com- conversation um, a few months ago uh, with uh, Jeff Bezos of Amazon, who was saying, actually, yes, that the agents are going to become more important, but even the authors will become more important because they'll have <clears throat> be able to self-publish. Well, that's where the disintermediation, and I think that is the single greatest challenge um, that Amazon, Apple, and, and others will provide a route to the end consumer, which bypasses the publisher. So, overall, and um, before we open up for discussion, you are you sound cautiously pessimistic about the future. Uh, sorry, optimistic. Optimistic, I hope. <laughs> I, I think that, that we as, as the high street booksellers need to go back to the basics of what we do best and have perhaps forgotten how to do, which is provide 
attractive environments in which people simply want to spend time and from which I remain convinced that they will continue to buy books in the whole. We then face, the largest of us then face the uh, additional challenges, how do we become a relevant part of this new digital world in which clearly a substantial part of the reading that our customers are engaged in is going to be taking place. For more information about the Business Book of the Year award, go to www.ft.com slash book award. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.